Grant County is full of amazing stories, and the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories and the people that live them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole history told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana county. Well, welcome back, everybody. We're excited to be in the studio today. I'm Iris Brunner with Family Service Society, and I, we got a treat for you because it's ladies only, minus Jonah. We have, <laughs> we have Kylie Jackson with the Marion Grant County Chamber of Commerce. Hey, everybody. And we have Alicia Hazelwood with the United Way of Grant County. Hello, hello. And I'm going to turn it over to Kylie and let her um, start us off. Yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm so happy to be here today. Um, First, before we get to our guest, who I'm so excited for, um, since we are just kind of having a gal's day, you know, Scott's not here today, um, I thought we could maybe throw it back to our old days. We all graduated from Marion, right? Correct. So um, let's get a little nostalgic. Let's, who is your um, most, should we say most influential? Who's your favorite teacher during your time at Marion? Iris. I, um, um, okay, so it's kind of tough because I got a couple, but I'm going to dig way back. I'm going to go to Southeast Elementary where I was a road runner in South Marion. Um, my, by far, one of my most favorite teachers in the fourth grade, her name was Miss Hoskins. Um, I actually have the pleasure of knowing her now as an adult and her now her name now is Mrs. Hassong. I just can't really call her by her first name, even though her first name is Karen. Um, but shout out to Karen Hassong. Um, <laughs> definitely one of my most favorite teachers. I mean, she knew how to throw the Halloween parties. I, I mean, I just remember her. Yeah, just fourth as grade a fourth was grade. the best. Yeah, as a fourth, like we just had fun and like we did all the cool stuff. And she was, it was like her second year teaching maybe. So she still yeah. had a lot of energy and we. <laughs> <laughs> it's going downhill fast, people. She was just so great. And I just, I love that I have the pleasure of like seeing her now in the community as an adult. So shout out to Mrs. Hassong. Awesome. Alicia? Okay, so in normal fashion style, you gave me a heads up and I literally wrote a list. Um, so <laughs> everybody rolls their eyes. because there's, But you're going to know these people, right? Like Senorita yeah. Bailey, Mr. Yeah. Juan Settler, Mrs. Chapman, yeah. George Hill, who, by the way, if you find him in the phone book, it's Geo Hill because he didn't want anybody calling him at home. <laughs> But my, um, we figured it out, though. Yeah, we figured it out. We had a physics question. Um, So, but I think the most influential teacher I had was Mrs. Kirby. She was our orchestra teacher. And um, I had just moved here in like the third, fourth grade. I went into her class in fifth grade, started with the violin. She then uh, went on to teach at the high school. So I had her for eight years straight. That's cool. Um, all the way through middle school and high school at Jones and then Marion. So, um, and we went on to do lots of stuff and she ended up at the MPO and was just really influential in my life over the years. So she was kind of a consistent growing up. Awesome. Well, I asked the question and I didn't really have an answer prepared for myself. Um, I've got a list. <laughs> there were a few on there that, that I would definitely agree with. Um, but I'm going to go with um, Mr. Tippy. Oh, Mr. Tippy. Yeah. So I had him for a couple years in mm-hmm. high school for chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also a lab assistant for him my mm-hmm. senior year. So I got to like prepare the experiments for kids. So I felt really. Did you get to help with the uh, the fetal pigs that we got to dissect in his class? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't 
think that was his class. I did. I did it in his class. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. But Ugh. I had Mr. I had Mr. Andrew for animal science. Oh, where we okay. did a bunch more of them. But gotcha. I did do that in his class. Yeah, Mr. Tippy was probably my favorite high school mm. teacher. Uh, if you went back to like Justice or Kendall, that's my Kendall Colt, Justice yeah. Patriot. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked Mrs. Chin. She was my sixth grade English teacher. And then Royal Myers, my sixth grade mm-hmm. math, science, social studies. I really liked him. Okay. That's that's yeah. enough. Kayla, who was your favorite teacher growing up? Uh Miss Key. Oh. You have to tell her more about tell us more about her in, okay. in a second. Really? No, first I want to introduce you. All right. I am so excited for our guest today. Um, this is a friend of mine, um, a really awesome young leader in our community, um, Kayla Johnson. Not originally from here, but she has Ooh. landed here. Yes. So I can't wait to hear more about that and everyone to hear kind of where her travels um, to get her here. Kayla uh, is an Indiana Wesleyan graduate graduate, and has stayed here since uh, then. Mm-hmm. And we'll let her tell you that whole trajectory. Mm-hmm. Um, but today she <clears throat> works for the city of Marion and kind of has... She's added a little bit to her title, so I'm going to call her the Neighborhood Association Director, but there's more, so we'll let her get into that. The title hasn't actually changed, but yes, the the responsibilities has. Okay, (laughs) cool. That's the way it works. Yep, that's kind of how it goes. Hashtag adulting. (laughs) Great. So first thing, we'll just turn it over to you. Tell us kind of a little bit about your childhood and how you ended up in Marion and Grant County. All right. Well, uh, I was born in Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, All of my extended family lives in that county, Guilford County. Um, I moved around a bunch before I was like 13. Uh, My dad was a pastor and he later went into um, uh, become an army chaplain. And so he moved around a lot after that, went active duty, but saw how much we hated moving growing up. Um, So we kind of settled with my mom, uh, with our extended family in Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, went to, I was homeschooled until that settling happened. Um, so in eighth grade, I went to, uh, Westland Academy, which is in High Point, North Carolina. So Westland has been a part of my life until, uh, more recently. Um, but yeah, went to Indiana Westland, uh, in 2008, um, and graduated 2012. Uh, around the summer of 2011, um, I became a summer RA and with the intention of getting more curious around Marion. Um, I started to step off campus that spring semester um, and got to know the community gardens, wanted to volunteer and, um, and kind of intern and get some experience with a community development type organization, um, which is what I studied, uh, international and community development. And so, yeah, as I stepped off of campus, got really curious. I got a library card um, and I continued <laughs> towards curiosity towards Marion. That's um, like the first step of being an official adult, right? Yeah. Getting a, a library card. Yeah, I agree. And my, <laughs> my life with the library continued. I worked there for about seven years, two of them full time. Uh, and I had a hard time the last like three years letting go. <laughs> I was like I met you one Saturday, yeah, <laughs> like one Saturday a month for the last like three years or something like that. So, um, yeah, but I retired from my library work <laughs> this, 
this last spring. At the right age. Did you have a party? Yeah. (laughs) Was there a cake? So. uh, At your retirement party? No. I think they gave me a card for sure. Oh, sweet. Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Marked those years. So, yeah. I, like, actually, I cried, like, writing a little, like, I'm going to, I need to let go of this letter. (laughs) So, it was, it's just, yeah, the library is really, really special to me. So, um, yeah, 2012, graduated. Uh, I had a bunch of friends that were sticking around and so um, decided to live in a house just off campus. There were five of us in a three-bedroom house, um, <laughs> which uh, that's another piece of like what made Marion appealing is it was really affordable and I could live with my friends yeah. starting out. And um, that spring semester going into that summer 2011, I got a job at the Unorganized Bookstore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was able to work there. And uh, as I was graduating, the owner was just looking to get more books online. And so he he offered to uh, hire me full time. So I worked like 40 hours a week at the unorganized bookstore and found the job at the library, blah, blah, blah. Um, just basically <laughs> books got, books got books. more involved in the community <laughs> through that. Um, through the community gardens, got really involved in the community. Um, and then from there, just kind of led to different jobs. So uh, I was an RA throughout my time at Indiana Westland. So one of my jobs after graduating was um, a house mentor with the Alliance House, um, which there's still Alliance Gardens um, at mm-hmm. Indiana Wesleyan, uh, but this was a house that was a living learning community, and so students could live in the house with me, um, and we would have dinner once a week and just talk about uh, sustainability and um, just different ways to build habits towards living a more sustainable lifestyle. Um, and then, yeah, worked as a librarian for the two years full time. Um, and then uh, landed a job with Main Street Marion as the director for about a year and a half um, and then got to know the mayor and then that kind of led me to this job now. So worked or lived downtown after living in the Alliance House, lived on the square in an apartment for about three years um, across from Ridley Tower. I remember like the summer, so it was like May 2016 that I moved in and so Regents Bank was actually moving out. So I experienced the time of Ridley Tower where no one was in it mm. um, to the extent of like the the uh, pieces of facade falling on the concrete and things oh. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, watching that kind of freeze and thaw across the street and just kind of hopeful that things would inhabit it soon. So mm-hmm. um, it's cool to see that there's that space is being inhabited now. Um, yeah, 2019, I moved into my house and I purchased a house up on 6th Street. And I think that's pretty much it. That's how I've landed so far. Oh, thank you. Thank <laughs> that, you very much. That, that brings you to today. To today. Yeah. And, and you've answered all of our questions. <laughs> Show over. <laughs> hey, Kayla. Sorry, before anybody no, else. Absolutely. Uh, so um, you were interested in the community gardens, the alliance gardens. I don't think we've ever talked about this. Where did your um, love and desire for gardening, where did that come from? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, this is a good segue into some things. Um, my grandparents were really involved in gardening, and as mentioned, I moved around a lot. So they lived in Gibsonville, North Carolina, which is in that same county that I was born in. Um, and my dog is actually named Gibson from Gibsonville because uh, I as I was purchasing a home, wanted to kind of establish home for myself. Um, for some people, that is like you start to a family and things like that, and that's not where my life has led me at 31. So... Uh, home to me is something that I'm kind of building for myself and with with my puppy Gibson um, but Gibsonville North Carolina that's where I feel like that that was really that was really planted and rooted in my life yeah, <laughs> I see what you did so through Edith and Shelton Swaney <laughs> some of my favorite people that have ever lived um, and yeah just I remember like uh, 
uh, picking beans, uh, picking okra, like uh, they had corn, um, and just snapping beans and watch my grandma can uh, pickles. She pickled cucumbers and um, okra pickles, which is one of my favorite foods. Um, and yeah, I think just having that as like a grounding and centering thing that felt like home has been something that is has always been a part of me. And so now I still have an, an active compost pile in my backyard. I love <laughs> compost. Um, there's a lot of pieces of that that I hope to grow into uh, in the coming years. So, yeah. Nice. Um, I'll keep asking questions. <laughs> so, well, I could I couldn't really segue into that because I just had an inappropriate like thought in my head when you said I love compost. <laughs> I'm like, mm, there's other words for compost. <laughs> so I was trying to behave myself, by the way. <laughs> but okra pickles, I've never heard of okra. Pickles. Oh, you've never had them? Okay. No, well, I will definitely buy you some and so bring I've got them to you. Like on my the, list to get the a country hold of my cafe uh, makes okra pickles. Oh, so, I'll get a hold they're pretty of good. They're not. They're not Ediths, but they're pretty good. They're not. <laughs> they're Rachels. Yeah, yeah. They're, Rachels. they're Rachels. But there's this one. I don't ever remember the name. You know how you you see things on the shelf and you don't actually remember what it's called, but it has yeah. the state of Texas on it. Ah. So there's an okra pickle that I buy at, the, at Meyer that has the <laughs> state, state of Texas, Texas on get it. Get that one. And okay. that one's that one's close. That one's close. Okay, yeah. I'll try it. Yeah. I'm Googling. I know. I'm I Googling. Would, <laughs> as you're telling the story of canning, I was like just going back into, you know, my childhood memories. And I just remember my grandma canning and she had this cellar that we were all scared to death to go yep. into. Mm. So I'm like, where does your grandma store those? Do you have a cellar? Does <laughs> yeah. she have a cellar? Is it scary and spooky? I, yeah. <laughs> That's where I was. Yeah. Um, I don't have a cellar. I do have a basement <laughs> that I would like to convert and have like, I imagine like rows of canning, canned mm, goods, yeah. but I haven't really gotten into, gotten to that stage yet. Mm. Um, and my grandma didn't really have a cellar. She had like, uh, just, I remember this one closet and I can like smell it when I'm saying it. You can can open the closet and like there was her, her, uh, pickles like there. So cool. Yeah. This is more of a philosophical question. Maybe what's the difference between a basement and a cellar? It's a good question. Okay. So for me, a cellar she has an answer. Is dirt floors and dirt walls. Yes. And there, were, there was like, like a ladder, ladder, a ladder that we went down into. My mm-hmm. grandmother's house had what we called the cellar. And mm-hmm. It had multiple rooms, yeah. but it used to have a coal chute. So you'd walk down mm-hmm. real, like it had real mm-hmm. steps. Yeah. And you could see where the coal would come in and pile up. But then there were dirt. It was all dirt underneath there. But you could walk okay. upright in it. Yeah. Where a basement had walls. Okay. And a real floor. Mm-hmm. Right. All mm-hmm. I know is I peered down through the hole and said, nope, not doing that. <laughs> That's well, when we went during tornadoes. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm really glad that we solved that. Yeah, That's, yeah. yeah. We'll I'm, have to actually find the real answer later. <laughs> That's I, I like I this definition. That. I believe that. that. Sounds yeah. accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. But I wonder because, like, yeah, my house was built in 1920. It could have had like a dirt area, but the foundation yeah. was is actually like cinder blocks. So mm, yeah. I wonder if it could still be constituted as a cellar. Oh. Mm. I, don't know. I don't know. Cellar just feels like an early. You know, 1900s words. So I'm like, yeah, maybe, maybe it still Could fits. Be basements. I don't know. Yeah. So maybe I have a cellar artist. I don't know. Maybe. All right. <laughs> I have cool. a space. Cool. <laughs> I think I think I have a basement, I but yeah. I remember like the house that my parents live in now was my great grandparents' house, mm-hmm. um, and it definitely had like a whole wall and still does. My mom cans, but like the whole wall of shelves mm-hmm. of canned goods. So awesome. I definitely feel. Yeah. What you're throwing down with that. Okay. Iris is Googling. (laughs) I'm going to take a big, complete 180. Okay. And um, just have you tell us a little bit more about, like, what your job is now and what it is that you do. 
yeah, I think my job, I'm really grateful that I have my job, um, especially pre-COVID. It's kind of shifted like the last couple of years. Um, but just my initial spark of Marion includes my curiosity towards like the people that I just would like randomly cross paths at the library or randomly cross mm-hmm. paths with at the bookstore or um, at the community garden, just people walking through and just stopping to talk to you. You have some really interesting conversations with people throughout um, those like shared spaces of a bookstore or a library or, um, or the community garden. So um, I get paid now to like <laughs> go and like, you know, put flyers on people's doors and encourage them to gather in their neighborhood um, and then talk to them about what they want to see um, happen in their neighborhood. So um, usually the first meeting with neighborhood, uh, a neighborhood group is the question of like, what do you love about your neighborhood? And that turns into concerns and stuff like that. Um, but try to focus on like what is what are the things that they love about their area and how can we build and maintain those things, which is like kind of a mission statement, like yeah. building and maintaining welcoming neighborhoods for all. So, um, so yeah, so I get to basically get people together in the neighborhood, talk about what they want to do to build and maintain what they love about their area. Um, so, yeah. So for me, I have a question that mm-hmm. I try to kind of ask everybody is um, not being from Grant County, what are some of the things that you're really thankful for? Or just like, wow, this is really cool. And I love the fact that we have this in our community mm-hmm. that you kind of brag to other people that aren't from here that you have access to that you would encourage them to check out. Yeah. Um, I think it's always hard to describe to people that aren't from here um, mm-hmm. why I love Marion so much. Like, and especially like I grew up in a bigger city. Like I have, I like my city that I grew up in, in Greensboro and Um, I like my family and stuff like that. It's not like I like wanted to escape all that. Mm -hmm. Um, But as I got rooted in Marion, I I think I just got to know people. And that really like made me want to stay is just getting to know all the people and the curious spaces and the history of Marion, things like that. So when I start to talk about Marion, it's like you really have to like come experience it for you to like know. But like because you can't. I don't know, you can't describe the feeling. I mean, I can describe it, but I feel like it's not like it's the lived experience that I think like really helped me like sink in here and want to stay. Um, So, but the description I give people is like, I can choose to be alone in my house or I can choose to like go interact with community, whether I have plans or not. I can just walk outside my door and take a walk in my neighborhood and see people. Like it's it's easy to like be alone, but it's also easy to like be in community um, with people if you are curious and willing to just like step outside your door. Um, I like going to to, to like bigger cities nearby, um, but I like that I have my small community that um, that I can like be go leave my door and like yeah be able to like experience community not without having to like reach too far I guess um, run into people that you know and love like wherever you go kind of thing. So well, that's like a good segue into like a question that I have too. Yeah. Um, now I think sitting on this side of the room, you know myself, Kylie and Alicia, we all, we grew up here, right? Mm-hmm. So there, we have like a built-in, you know, just from doing, you know, life yeah. folks that we know. So coming from your perspective, yeah, you had your built-in community with um, your classmates mm-hmm. at IWU. So talk about how you started creating that community, your built-in community now and kind of where you're at now. Like, how did you do that? Or yeah, what, what, what was, I mean, if you if you want to give somebody like the magic formula to create your because we always say, you know, people stay because they've created their social network mm-hmm. or the people that they want to do life with. So what, yeah. I mean, what would you say was kind of like your magic, your magic to that? I think some of it is 
because of my personality. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's it's something that people can move into if they don't have this personality, I guess. Yeah. But I think curiosity is a big piece of it. So like even working at the unorganized bookstore, like I would ask people like, how's their day? And just, mm-hmm. just different things will come up and I would just keep following those paths around like, mm-hmm. like you're so interesting and in how like, yeah, you're just walking the streets and saw the unorganized bookstore and came in or something. Or um, asking people about their day at the library and figuring out like just the things that people share. Um, mm-hmm just make me more curious and so just my curiosity and continuing to ask questions and stuff stuff I think has like opened up to get to know people um I think I've I don't don't know I feel like I've met most of you through work Mm -hmm. eventually but there's a lot of friends that I've met through like yeah the places that I worked um and being like a front desk person um or the places I volunteered like the community gardens um or going to like unique things that our community offers like crab racing or karaoke Mm -hmm. or um, so you gotta, if you're going like to shameless that. plug, you crab racing and yeah. karaoke, you've got to ex- go yeah. ahead and say at the Folkies. name of it. There yeah. you go. Yeah. 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 At Folkies and Downtown Marion. When we learn how to use show notes, we'll, we'll yeah. put a link to, to that <laughs> in the show notes. Yeah, shout out. Yeah. So, yes, I need to learn how to do show notes. It's on my list. <laughs> well, but, I mean, and... So then take me like, so that's kind of like surface level. So how do you get to that next level of relationship with someone here? Um, yeah. Uh, uh, maybe I think, share how, I think how you do that or yeah. just spending time together or what, what that looks like. So thinking of like my groups of friends, um, some of them did ignite from literally my birthday going to Folkies and it mm-hmm. being a karaoke night. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, my friends Brody and Michael like You're literally awesome. bought me Let's a shot. More. Yeah, <laughs> and I remember asking Brody, "Hey, dude, you local? I'm kind of I'm local now." And like yeah. this this funny story because I was a little intoxicated, but <laughs> it was just like this like goofy like, "Hey, you guys seem nice. Like, I just want to relate to you." And then they eventually joined our table and literally just becoming friends that I go yeah. camping with or ride bikes mm-hmm. with or whatever from there. So I think just yeah, just continuing that's pieces where I'm like that might be part of my personality, but also like people can do that like just being friendly with each other and then just kind of growing into that. Um, But then, yeah, there's people that I've worked with that I've just developed and realized, like, there's a lot of shared values in this person, like, Mm want to get lunch or want to, like, hang out and build a bonfire, Kylie, or um, (laughs) things like that. Like, Mm -hmm. so, um, so yeah, I think just continuing to ask for more time with people probably is probably the ways that I've, like, deepened those relationships and um, asking curious questions and getting to know uh, people on a deeper level. So, yeah. Good. The Community Foundation of Grant County is so pleased to sponsor the first 12 episodes of Where We Landed. The mission of the Community Foundation of Grant County is to connect people, resources, and causes to promote sustainable impact towards the betterment of Grant County. We are pleased to record these amazing stories from our community. Yeah, so I was going to ask you, since yeah. we all kind of did grow up here, we've got special places and special people and stuff like that that tie us here. What are some of your favorite Grant County things that you've found now that you are mm-hmm. local and you've mm-hmm. been here for a while? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think earlier mentioning, yeah, the library has become a space that feels like home. Um, I think just... Yeah, different neighborhoods where I know people that I know live in, like I think those spaces feel like some of my favorite ones because I can like walk my dog through like Kylie's neighborhood and I know like six people just in like that one block. And so 
walking my dog in that area feels like a space that I enjoy because it's connected to all those people. Um, and those are definitely like more personal things within my history, but um, definitely Folkies is one. Um, I know like everyone's gonna mention Matter Park, but that's one that like I always take, my mom loves going there because she yeah. loves flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when my grandma came to visit Edith, the one that makes the yogurt pickles. <laughs> yes. We took her to Matter Park because she's a flower gardener as well and loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also remember though, like interacting with the neighborhood idea of like just the people that I enjoy and they got to sit on, like my grandma got to sit on a porch that's in my neighborhood because my friends live there. Um, So that feels really cool that like my grandma interacted with Sixth Street, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, this person that feels very deeply like home. Um, I know I'm segueing. Well, and you bring up Matter Park, like Matter Park is a nationally recognized award-winning park. Mm -hmm. And there's, I think only like six or maybe a dozen parks that have that specific yeah. recognition so yeah it's an absolutely beautiful place to go to and we have events there and yeah. weddings and all sorts of cool stuff so yeah it's definitely a highlight for when I take people yeah you know to see that I think um, lately too um because I've interacted with downtown and like the main street level and then um just been in downtown living there for a time um and then now I'm interacting with it hosting some events like in partnerships with the city and downtown businesses. And so one of the things I've enjoyed lately is taking people to spaces like Obie's and explaining like, mm-hmm. this was part of a pitch event that the Growth Council did and like, look what it's become now. And mm-hmm. uh, Boston Hill Center, the space we're in now, like like six years ago, it didn't look like this and it was called Centrum and like sharing why it's called Boston Hill Center, showing people like the history and those kind of pieces. Um, even there's a there's a picture downstairs near Los Mores that um, has like, the, it's like a, Uh, bird's eye view of downtown and it shows how densely populated like our downtown was at one point Um, so I love interacting with spaces that are really alive or coming alive now and being able to point back to like let me show you like where it went through like some of the stuff Mm -hmm. that went through in order to become what it is now and um, how neat that is because that's that's definitely a piece of Marion that I really enjoy. Well we talked about that earlier today about how the Boston Hill Center there's a lot of businesses that actually started here and have now moved yeah. into larger spaces in right, downtown. Right, true. Envy Boutique is one of those. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Echo Jigs- Gallery, Echo. Jigsaw Junction. Yeah. Jigsaw Junction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All kind of spun out of the place that we're in, which is um, really, really cool. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, the where we landed hasn't um, the podcast itself hasn't grown yet into the video and visual sphere. But you brought some show and tell with you yeah. today, and I feel like now is a good time. We're talking about how things grow and change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, tell us about what you brought. Um, so I brought this huge map that's taller than me. Um, <laughs> and I should tell you how I got the map, yes, too. Yes, that's so, a good story, too. And um, Kayla's only five five. Yeah, five two, so I mean, so it's, like, it's still a big map. Yeah, it's but. like a six-foot map. Tiny so. since 1990. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's a guy in... Uh, He's, he lives near downtown, um, and he was cleaning out his house off and on, and he found this huge map from 1920 that's like a school map that you pull down. Um, and he didn't want it, and I was like, are you sure? And he, <laughs> he was like, yeah, I, I just you sound like somebody that would want it. And I was like, okay, I definitely want it. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I received this map from a neighbor just from being curious and talking to him about the things that he interacts with in his house and stuff like that. Um, and, yeah, it's the map of of Marion specifically, but it has different uh, pieces that kind of touch the county too. Um, And it's a school map. 
And it's really cool to see, like I can see the plot of land that like my house is on because my house was built in 1920. Um, so that one's really cool. So I brought that. Um, I also brought uh, something, a book that Kylie recently purchased as well. So it's the Marion Pictorial History book. Um, I just thought Scott would want to see that um, with some of the questions I've witnessed or heard him say um, <laughs> on the podcast. And then I brought something that my friend Luke did. Um, and it, there's they're called zines, and so they're little magazines of his like visual observations. And I think they're just really neat. Ooh, that's cool. So yeah, you can. Unpack I want to be nerdy later. on those later. Yeah, you can borrow them for, as a podcast library for a little bit. I would love to borrow so, those. So I hear a lot of um, you know definitely a touch to history, and like you really. I mean, has that been something that you feel like has been like all your life or just once you've once you have moved yeah. here um to just learn those stories i mean yeah. curious seems to be the the best word to describe you know kind of you know how you go about yeah. is it just the curiosity of the history or do you actually like is history kind of a core value for you i think experiential history is something ah. i enjoy but yeah i hated history growing up <laughs> i remember in like in, when i was homeschooled like i actually mom if you're listening sorry but i remember like she would assign me like you, you gotta read 10 pages today or blah 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 and i would like kind of skim and then just be like okay i'm done like, and like tell her i wrote it read them so Re- rereading the same line three times yeah you're and like, i was oh, just starting to snooze yeah. and so yeah um, so yeah, I hated really learning history growing up, but yeah, experiential history. And I think as it touches people, cause people's a huge value for me. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, I think and curiosity around like the ways communities develop, like how I've, I started to explore that in college and then, uh, seeing this as a gas boom town and then mm-hmm. seeing like, uh, some of the news articles that I remember reading probably in that Marion pictorial mm-hmm. history book that talked about like projected to be the next Chicago kind of thing or the next New York and stuff like that. And then and then what happened? Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, the gas runs out and we become just, you know, a smaller community. And so I think that's really interesting. So. So, yeah, I think just like seeing this this town who like now has because of the gas boom, like all these really interesting structures and these really interesting stories and people. And I remember from uh, Michelle's podcast, we're talking about the uh, Ridley Tower building and it being built in like 1916 to 17 and using like horses, horses yeah. to yeah <laughs> like thinking of like a seven story building and why does that exist in a community of less than 30,000 people like mm-hmm. um so yeah I think just the experiential history pieces have been um have been the pieces that I've enjoyed more yeah. than more lo- more now in my life than like prior so Along with that thought process, you are a graduate of Indiana Wesleyan University. You were talking about stepping off campus. So, and and finding and experiencing this Mm -hmm. history and the unique history that Grant County does have because of that. So what would be um, some things that if an Indiana Wesleyan student now was on campus that you would say, go do this, get Mm -hmm. off campus and do this, go here and experience this to try and Uh, break down that Indiana Wesleyan Marion bubble that seems to exist. Yeah, um, I would uh, say go get a library card because that's how I did it. (laughs) So go get a library card. Like there's other places to study off campus than just the Jackson Library and McCann and your dorm room study rooms. So um, just get off campus and find other spaces to study and become like a regular in those spaces. Um, I can't encourage them to go to Folkies, though I do. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, well, I mean, but yeah, I think there. that just interacting with communal spaces in Marion, and that we have, we haven't had those a lot in the past. I think the library is one of the main ones that I feel like in 2008 to 12 when I was on campus. Um, but we have a lot more communal spaces now. So go to mm-hmm. some of the locally owned restaurants, uh, become a regular, start volunteering in a nonprofit. 
um, United Way might be one of them, or, <laughs> or you know, family services, or, yes. job, or the community yes. gardens, um, chamber. Yeah, there's plenty, yeah. Yeah. plenty of places. <laughs> yeah, lots of places yes. to get involved with. Yeah. So make yeah. it an invoice later. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like she might be coming out of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. So I um, I have one. I have this um, cheat sheet of like I googled like best podcast questions. Okay. So I've cool. been I've been browsing it, trying to find which one I'm gonna surprise you with. Um, that's a good that's a, a good friend right there. Where yeah. you're like, I'm gonna find you. We we we've mentioned books a couple times. Uh-huh. You worked the unorganized bookstore and the yeah. library. Uh, what would be the title of the book about you? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I like that one. And title we discussed earlier, I'll give you a chance to think, but we discussed earlier about appropriateness. So, you know, <laughs> if, I, if I need to make my beeping sound, let me know. <laughs> censorship. <laughs> Not censorship. I just want to make sure our younger listeners are yeah. able to still yeah. hear the great stories. <laughs> I'm trying to give you as much time as I can. Sorry. That's okay. That's okay. Really, well, it's a really good question. I'll, I'll it, say, I'll just say what's coming to mind but it's i don't know if it's accurate so we could maybe edit together okay let's you do guys it. could maybe help yeah. me with yeah. this i feel like curious should be in the title because i'm like reflecting and hearing myself say mm-hmm. all the things i'm mm-hmm. saying to you guys um so curious something curious but johnson I- <laughs> 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 nope that's not it <laughs> oh no <laughs> um. <laughs> i don't know curiosity Ky- what would be yours kylie I yeah, don't know. No, I just asked the questions. I don't answer them. <laughs> As we all have like the look of panic, like, oh crap! Don't ask me. Don't ask me. I'm just gonna ask another question to Kayla. I think I've actually read a book called Curious. Mm, yeah. So there we can't go a, with that. Yeah, we can't. We can't, no. we can't go with just Curious. We got to come up with. I mean, you, I feel like list out my values. We could talk about that if you want. But I'm like, wait, this isn't. A we could do Curious session. Kayla and make it a K. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Curious, curious with a K. A K? Curious with a K. I like that. Okay. All right. Curious KJ. There you three. go. KJ3. <laughs> KJ3. All right, why KJ3? So so my dad gave Kayla the nickname KJ3 <laughs> because I'm KJ1, obviously, his oldest daughter. My sister is oh, KJ2. She's KJ. And so Kayla is KJ3. Ah. So. Hey, shout out. Like, shout out, Jay. As I was say, <laughs> Jay Jack. <laughs> So she's like your third sister. Yeah. Did you just, yeah. you just got adopted? Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That's so great. Yep. So you are from Marion. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Ta-da! I would say I am now. Yeah, well, for sure. So I, I'm, I say it. To maybe like... Yeah. Anyways, um, I, I, I don't know. Just we're, lots of banter. Let's let's. I feel like I need bring to, like, it around. Circle back. Circle back around. Circle yeah. back around. Um, Are we gonna park one, the car? Even though no, I'm not here. Not me. Nope. I'm, I'm not, not parking, parking the car. Okay. Just checking. I'm just going down the rabbit hole. Let's okay, just go. keep going. Uh, one of my things that I absolutely love about you, Kayla, is that you definitely take advantage of your location, um, whether it's walking or biking. Mm-hmm. I mean, or. I can't tell you how many times I've, I just see you and it's probably me that honks at you every time I see you. But I'm like, oh, I should be doing what she's doing. But like, talk about like that type of experience and why you yeah. choose to do that versus, you know, us gas guzzlers over here. Yeah. Uh, one would be just because I love movement. Mm-hmm. Thinking of the book title, yeah. I'm like, yeah, movement stuff. Like, wants some yeah. curious mover. Curious, curious but I don't want to move anymore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I definitely get, uh, I enjoy walking. Um, 
and I just enjoy movement. I do enjoy riding my bike. Um, but I do think that a piece of it is like, I enjoy the interactions, like yeah. just the side kind of conversations you have with people or um, that you, the different observations you can see when you're biking or walking versus in your car. Um, I think it just probably just grounds me more and like makes me more present in the community. Um, and that plays into like my work and being able to like, you know, notice that house that neighbors have complained about um, mm -hmm. because it's like on my route to work or it's on my route to the Greenway or things like that or taking a side street just to like see if I can find that house or um, just to observe different things. So, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think just more obs being able to observe things, being, feeling more grounded, enjoying movement, knowing that movement like makes me feel like more settled because I have some anxiety problems and things like that. And so... Um, yeah, but I also know, I mean, obviously the gardening background too, like le levels of like sustainability, like it is gas guzzler. And it's like, mm -hmm. I live like less than a mile, about a mile from my work. So like, why not bike or why not walk? Yeah. Or like if I'm going from city hall to like cinder, like why not walk? It doesn't take that long. Um, literally by the time I get in my car and get out of it, it's probably taking me like, you know, another three extra minutes to walk or something. So, yeah. um, so yeah, so I think. Just everything is very approachable. That's another thing I love about Marion is the size of Marion. Um, I heard Jerry Fosnight, which is our building commissioner, for those who don't know, um, reference that Marion's about 16 miles um, in diameter. And so when you think about that on a bike, that's really not that bad. So like yeah. you can really bike and walk pretty much everywhere. Um, we obviously have cool buses and stuff like that for people who don't have reliable transportation. But um, but yeah, I think it's it's a unique space um, and I think Marion has so much potential to be more green than we are. So, right. Um, right. So, yeah, when you think about our Go Green Society, like what does it look like for us to maybe approach that as we continue to develop as a little community? So, that makes me crazy nervous because I'm really excited about the fact, like, oh, we could do some of those things and yeah. do a little bit more. I see myself walking to center, going on walking meetings, and yeah. using the the river walk and those kinds of things so what's nervous in there i don't know it's just interesting the I, that you said the, <laughs> well i live in converse so i live further oh, away. Yeah. i have to drive in yeah so just having like the i don't think about it being a walkable safe mm -hmm. community to kind of yeah get on my bike or get on you know and mm -hmm. just walk places because i'm so used to driving from here to there or whatever yeah. my car's parked right out front and we hear a lot about, you know, are we putting in the bike lanes, making mm. streets two-way streets and mm. those kinds of things. And so, um, but I do think of you and I think of Eric Marshall. I always see you oh, on this. Rollerblading. Yeah. yeah. Always out. I'm like, oh, there goes, you know, so. Um, I always honk and wave. I get honked at, and I'm sure Eric does too, mm. enough that we just don't. You just wave. We don't even care who it is. Just like, yeah, we, we know you probably. <laughs> to that too I'm not sure I saw you at one point in time and like mm -hmm. I just remember we were like walking out of like a meeting somewhere and like you got in a car into a car and I was like oh you have a car like I'm so just not accustomed and you were like yeah I think it's gonna rain later and I gotta yeah. get to this meeting so yeah. I decided to drive today today but, I was driving the map down so yeah I, yeah. I wouldn't oh. pay money to watch to have see you I carry that map on it. your bike <laughs> It looks like a bazooka. It does. I would probably get like pulled over. Just get a little mini cannon. 
so you've <laughs> talked a lot about like your curiosity and yeah. stuff like that and it it really inspires me to want to be more curious and look into things. So uh, we l- ask all of our interviewees. As um, kind of a wrap-up, just so okay, you know. Yeah, wrap we're yeah, we're so circling, around. circling around to land this plane. <laughs> land the plane. Um, so, so what are you like, other podcasts you're listening to? What are you watching on TV? What yeah. are you reading? Like mm-hmm. kind of what are you into yeah. right now that we could follow? I did my research and I listened to your podcast. So I did know these <laughs> yes. were coming. So yes. for podcasts, um, I would say uh, my favorite podcast right now is... Um, besides this one. Besides this one, yes. Of course. Yes, of course. I've listened to all the episodes. Um, is Poetry Unbound. Ooh. And it's by On Being Studios, I think, which On Being Studios has a bunch of cool podcasts. Um that are on being like actually existing like so i think they're really good um but yeah the the host of poetry unbound is really good they're only like maybe 15 minute episodes here and there and they'll like read a poem unpack it and then read it again and it's just really refreshing i really Mm. enjoy it um so that one um through that podcast i learned about margaret atwood she's also a poet Mm -hmm. and i didn't know that so i checked a couple of her books out of the library. Yeah. <laughs> um, Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. Which I've never even read that, but yeah. like I really enjoyed uh, a poem that was on Poetry Unbound by her lately. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I got one of her books. Um, there's a book I'm reading called Soil and Sacrament, which is like a Christian nonfiction book that talks about um, soil and like just how much that that's integrated into the Christian faith mm. and so I'm really enjoying that I started that one when I lived at the Alliance house but then never finished it so I'm just revisiting <laughs> that one um and then TV shows right yeah well, TV, shows. TV show <laughs> TV show Netflix YouTube we've had all kinds of yeah TikTok does count so Sunday Jonah with... said it did <laughs> Jonah, oh, Jonah's shaking his head Jonah's our tech guy and yeah he's shaking his head I've been outvoted <laughs> um, on Sunday I with my friends Lex and Adam Roten who live like a block away from me um, I binge watched <laughs> the, the movie or show on uh, Netflix called Only Murders in the Building and it's, it's like actually, a comedy it's mystery Huh? Hulu. Hulu, for those of you oh, looking it, is Hulu. it up. Okay, yeah. It was at the house, so I didn't remember. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so Hulu has that show on it. It's pretty good. It's a comedy um, mystery. and It's yeah, got, like, uh, Martin up. Short and Steve Martin. Steve, yeah, Martin. Steve Martin. And, and I, thought, I thought I did that wrong because it Martin says Martin in both Short. of them. Yeah. Yeah. Steve yeah. Martin and Martin Short. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I, know and I you, have Hulu. I'm going to watch this <laughs> Yeah. And then I know you guys have referenced it, but Ted Lasso is yes. definitely a favorite. Like, so really good. good. Yeah, I have to watch that in Kylie's office. <laughs> that's our that's our lunch hour that's our lunch hour break. break. There was a question you guys it. asked in one of your recent podcasts too that reminded me of a movie that I enjoy. You asked the question of like, uh, uh, would you have a rewind button or a pause button? Oh, mm-hmm. that was yeah. one of the icebreakers. And that one was cool. Mm-hmm. I liked that question. Um, there's a movie called About Time that mm-hmm. kind of unpacks a little bit of that. I won't would- say. Would you have a rewind button or a pause button? I thought rewind. Yeah? Because I think it's cool to think that, like, I could... I feel like I wouldn't remember... I wouldn't in the moment say pause, like, thinking, like, I need to savor this. But I would, I would like, like, have something happen and be like, oh, That's man, cool. I Let's go, go back, back there yeah. for a second. Yeah. So so not really to change, but more to, like, savor. And so just mm. re- rewind and actually let like it sink let it, a little bit better. I like that. So, yeah. That's really I liked good. that question, though. Yeah. I also would be nine inches. Yeah. 
she is proving she has she is definitely studied like the okay. borrowers yeah. i mean come on like who doesn't <laughs> like, want to be one of the borrowers and just be like carried that is around a lot of or fun something? or like indian in the cupboard like i can like <laughs> imagine really i can imagine myself wow. <laughs> that's, that that's always what happens when i listen to podcasts. okay so like, well what your say? book is curious kayla yeah Curious Nine Inch Curious Kayla. Kayla in Curious the cupboard. Kayla. <laughs> Kayla in the cupboard. Oh my gosh. Well, Kayla, thank you so much for being here with us today. You've been a blast. Um, great to share this girls only with you today. And to you, to those listening, you know, please make sure you follow. Hit that plus button or hit that that little heart. And make sure you get the notifications of when our new ones come out. And we'll see you next time. Yeah. See ya. Bye.